All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Things are well here. Uh, you're getting texts. I hear your phone vibrating. Oh, shit. Yeah, let me turn that off. Um, so, uh, to, to all our listeners, our regular listeners, both of you, uh, you know that the past two weeks I've been reading a book by Eric Larson, Dead Wake, the last sale of the... And I, I don't know how to pronounce the ship name. I thought it was Lustania, but it's... List, I, I looked it up, to, and it's La Sutania. I'm not sure, so fuck it. It's called Dead Wake. It was, it's a, a, in World War I, uh, it was a cruise liner that was torpedoed by a German U-boat and sank, killing, I think, uh, 700 people survived and over 1,000 were killed. So I finished the book. Jake, uh, I want to tell you this because uh, I thought you'd get a kick out of it. This is my favorite part of the book. This is one of the most absurd things I've ever read. So as I just said, 700 people survived, over 1,000 died, and uh, the, the ship, the company that owned the cruise ship? Yeah. If you were a survivor, you were automatically granted 25% off any cruise you wanted to take with that uh, line, cruise company for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh man, they couldn't even—they couldn't even go for fifty. You know, no. they're like sitting around in the board, going, "Hey, why don't we listen? Uh, this is a terrible tragedy. Why don't we offer them half off?" And there was one guy in there that was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you kidding? Half? No. <laughs> Let's give them ten percent." And then they started haggling. You know? Exactly. They went. I mean, yeah, that number was not arrived. That was not a first number. That was they. They worked at that. This was like you just said. This was corporate boardroom meeting. Well, we have these seven hundred people that survived this horrible tragedy, uh, and yeah, twenty five percent off any any you know for the rest of their life. So it wasn't just the next one. They did grant them any time they wanted to go on a cruise. They'd get twenty five percent off. So wow, that just shows you how much more evil. Uh, companies were back then than even now. I, oh, you, I, you know there was at least one the Daniel Day-Lewis from there will be blood guy going like, I will just send their families a bouquet of flowers and nothing more. I will not offer any discounts <laughs> on cruises. Probably. You want to hear how evil the company was? So the book talks about uh, British intelligence gathering information on U-boats. So they had all this information. They basically traced the German sub um, to the point they knew where it was, and it had already torpedoed two ships that day. One sank and the other, I think, no, maybe it sank two. Either way, so they knew the sub was there, and they radioed the ship, uh, the cruise liner, and said, um, well, they didn't tell them. They didn't. They said subs are probably in the area. They said they said they believe they had all this information. They had a safer passage, but they didn't give anything to the captain. They just said, "Hey, watch out for subs." But they didn't tell him two ships have been sunk. This is uh, the path you should take. They didn't send out British warships to um, escort the cruise liner in. And when it was all over after the sub got or after the sub sank the cruise liner. They tried blaming the captain. They brought charges against him and said, Oh, you sailed right into a torpe torpedo. You sank the ship. How dare you? Like, they... they who, who tried? Who tried? The, 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 the company? Uh, I, no, the company kept him on, but, like, British maritime uh, intelligence or something. Like, they, they basically said it was the captain's fault. They didn't want to let the public know that they had information on the submarine and didn't make it public or give it to the captain. There was this torpedo, 
going right toward him. He decided to steer right into it. He was going to miss it. He was like, fuck it. I'm steering into the torpedo. This ship was made torpedo-proof. No, there's no lifeboats. This thing is torpedo-proof. I'm steering right into it. They tried to say that he was too close to shore, that he should have been further out to sea, or something like that. It's like, oh, well, you know, you're, you're coming into port. Why not be further out to sea if you're coming into per port? That makes perfect sense, you know? Maybe that was their way of haggling and trying to get them up to 50% off. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe the British intelligence people had family members that died on that cruise, and they were like, listen, if we put pressure on the captain... I'll bet, I'll bet I can get 50% off a cruise next weekend. Let's blame it on him. And we'll, this, is, this is our way of strong-arming him into half off of any cruises. So you want to talk about, uh, um, you know, how every, every politician, every president gets shit on, you know, uh, by the right or the left. Like, uh, George Bush took a fuck ton of vacation. Like, when, whenever anyone brings up Obama goes golfing, you know, someone shows that Obama spent 10 days on vacation where Bush spent 1,000. You know, like, the breakdown is insane. Yeah. But Woodrow Wilson was president during this, uh, during World War One, and his wife died, and he fell in love with another woman. And so he, she rejected him first. And so he was this pussy that would, he was just completely inactive, except he still golfed every day, like, as they're describing Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson, World War One is happening, American ships are getting bombed, uh, getting sunk, American citizens are dying on British ships, and he's going golfing every fucking day and crying because this woman that he fell in love with after his wife died doesn't like him. Like, it's, you, I just ima wonder what it would be like. In the media, the 24-hour, the internet, you know, cycle, if he, if a president tried that shit today, like, ah, oh, the rest of the world's uh, at war, I, I'm going to golf every goddamn day. I mean, not even yeah, without that was, the... that was in the good old days when there was two newspapers and they had, like, no technology. So they could be like, what, golfing? No, he's got uh, poliogitis. Uh, he's got, well, it's a bad strain of polio. He's, uh, he's, he's out dealing with his poliogitis. Write it down or you're... You're, you're going to be shot. That kind exactly. of thing. Uh, so, well, that was what I wanted to bring up. 25% off a cruise line. So if you're ever in a horrible tragedy, could, remember... Can you uh, imagine that shit happening today? If, like, let's say ISIS uh, rocketed uh, a plane out of the sky leaving LaGuardia Airport and America Airlines came on and was like, listen, uh, this is a terrible national tragedy and, and America Airlines stands by the victims, and more importantly, the victims' family in this time of, 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 of devastating tragedy to, to show how, uh, you know, how much we are mourning the loss with the families. They get 25% off of any airlines <laughs> in the future. Also, also, two free cocktails on board. Two <laughs> there free you cocktails go. For each, uh, for each family member. That, oh, and if you had two family members died, like let's say, uh, you know, you had... Uh, um, it was like a couple. It was a couple. Uh, you know, we still count in-laws. You get what? Still 25% off, but four free cocktails. Off and we're bumping you up from coach to first class. No, 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 no. Economy dollars. plus. From economy to economy plus. Or maybe, yeah, economy oh, plus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not tough. You want to go too crazy here. Yeah, we can't. Uh, we still have shareholders. You know what I'm saying? They're, uh we still well, got to, the shareholders live on. Yeah, okay, economy plus, but, you know, still uh, four free cocktails and a uh, 
free entree. You get an extra entree. Yeah, extra dessert with that entree. Well, I mean, that's the thing is we saw that happen in uh, the, the breakaway in Russia. The, the airliner got shot down, what was it, two years ago? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and basically all we do is shrug it off now. Like, wow, that sucks. And no one was held accountable. Absolutely zero accountability for shooting down a passenger airline. None. Well, what, wasn't that, though, that, that was like... Um... That was Malaysia Airlines right after the other Malaysian yeah, Airlines just, went they were, they were disappeared. Yeah, they were Ukraine, like, right? They were, they were yeah, the Ukraine. Ukraine got shot yeah. down by... Uh, it was, was right after the government or was that the rebels? I, I, do, I don't know. That, here, let me Google it quick, but I don't remember I exactly. I it was the rebels, wasn't it? It was, it was like the, the, the Russian-backed rebels on that one. But yeah, I mean, like, what is, what is the company that... I mean, you know, to be fair to the airlines on that one, you can't really blame the airlines because they got shot down by a uh, well exactly that's what i'm saying rebels like i yeah. don't you know uh according to the plane pro-russian insurgents so yeah it was it was not the government it was it was russia yeah, it was, it was, the, it was russia backing yeah it was rebels but it was they're backed by russia that it was the separatists so well, see, but i feel uh, they did the right thing by doing nothing, the airlines, because, A, it wasn't their fault. No, and you're then, just a then, plane flying in the sky. Although, right. they did B, say, why was they it given over a dispute? That would have been worse than nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, that would have been just like, what do you, really? You couldn't, you couldn't just do free or like 50%, like you had 20%, it almost feels like it's insulting at that point. I mean, that's the thing with the... I don't want to say modern society because obviously this happened in World War One. But anytime, anytime something happens, people want shit for it. Like right now, I am driving a free rental car because uh, I have a Takata airbag in my Honda, and Honda won't fix it. So I whined at them. I get, sent them a tweet. Um, it was on uh, NPR. It was talking about it. I said, "Are you driving a death trap?" And I tweeted, yes, I am, and Honda, and I tagged Honda, and the tweet won't do anything about it because I've been waiting three months. I got the recall, and they said, oh, we should have the part next week, and that was three months ago. So the instant I tweeted corporate, they sent back, ooh, go to your dealership and get a free loaner car. So now they're paying for me to drive around a rental uh, until they can fix my death trap airbag. Yeah, but there's a difference between there is a difference. Yeah. them I, putting yeah. in a death trap airbag because they wanted to save 50 cents on every unit. Or did uh, Ukrainian rebels uh, yeah. go in and, and, and blow up your airbag with a rocket launcher? Like, those are two <laughs> different things. Really bad example on my part. I agree with you. That is a bad example on my part, yes. That being said, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not saying Ukrainian rebels weren't involved. I'm just saying we don't know that they were. This is true. All right, well, that, anything you want to talk about? What, what's going on in Jake's world? You're, you, now, did you get your iPhone fixed? You had mentioned this off uh, tape to me. Uh, yeah, listeners I, did. Will know, I did. Listeners will know that you tried self-repair on your iPhone a couple weeks ago, then took it to a, a, bull, a con artist who sort of fixed it for a while, but then it fell apart again. Tell, I thought it was a fascinating story, you talking yeah, about I, trying I, to fix I went, your own I went iPhone. Back there and took it back to them, and they... they... Fixed it again for a few bucks more. Gave me a well, new. Wait, 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 wait. You took it back to the people that fucked it up, and they charged you. No, nah, they didn't end? fuck it up. They, they all right, to be fair though, I, I had taken it apart and tinkered with it, so I, I can't even say the blame is on them. Um, but yeah, they they did completely replace the the screen and the uh, LCD again. So yeah. All right. Well, at what point do you just give it up and get a new phone? <laughs> 
Uh, specifically October. That's when I'm That's up when for your a contract's new one. up. Yeah. I'm I'm limping it in till the end. I'm limping <laughs> it in till the finish line. If I got to make a few pit stops, whatever. Fair enough. All right. So what do you what's uh, what's uh, shoot a topic out there? We got we had the Republican convention last week. We got the Democratic uh, going on this week. You admitted last week you didn't watch any of the Republican because you were moving. I'm going to admit this week I'm not watching the Democratic because I didn't watch the Republican and I just. You know, I don't. I don't care. I don't need to watch a bunch of speeches of people telling me, "Vote for me, vote for me." I'll I'll read up enough that I want to. You know, I'll read and and make a decision that way. I don't. So the, no, the, they're just propaganda been, for both sides, yeah, and that doesn't interest it, it me. It is, and it, it's. I I feel like. Have you watched Game of Thrones? I forgot. No, I haven't. Well, I we did I, an I've episode on it where you now. talked about it. You you have one of my favorite qu- quotes. Uh, on the podcast where we talked about Game of Thrones, you have one of my favorite quotes where you, I can't remember it exactly, but you're like, you never thought you'd watch a program where you'd feel sorry for the guy who just wanted incest. You're like, come on, fuck your brother. He's been in prison for two years. Sure. All he thought about was fucking you for two years and you won't even fuck your brother. I could not stop laughing when you said that. that was, that's why you got to watch that show, man. They, uh, it's, it's, I, I, I get how ISIS recruits people in New Hampshire on Twitter. Like, I've been radicalized for House Lannister at this point. But uh, <laughs> I, it kind of bleeds into the rest of your reality when you're binge-watching shows. Like, right now, I feel like the election is between uh, Queen Cersei and King Joffrey on Game of Thrones. Let me kind of explain the difference uh, be- between the two for, for, for you and any of the listeners who haven't seen Game of Thrones. See, one is uh, a, a person who does evil things because she's corrupt and bought out and will lie, cheat, steal, and kill to remain in power and gain more power. The other does evil things because it's the only way he can come. Okay, like that's that's what the election's between right now. So it's 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 pretty sad, man. So yeah, I I don't really want to follow that close to their conventions or anything. I, I did think it was kind of weird that that Russia uh, like like hacked the uh, the computers at the the DNC convention. Man, you hear about that? I did, but I don't, I don't think that it's weird that Russia did it. Um, I, you know me that I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist. I think that basically the simplest answer is usually the answer. I don't buy into, you know, the government and the Jews brought down 9-11 to start a war. with You know, like, I don't buy into that. However, it is being examined and talked about that uh, the Russians hacked on behalf of Donald Trump because he has strong ties with Russian businessmen, and I can't say that I don't find that interesting, as much as I don't like conspiracy theories. I mean, especially when I went to WikiLeaks, where the founder, Julian Assange, is, you know, a misogynist, rapist piece of shit. So why would he do something, you know, universal, like, oh, I'm going to release Trump's taxes, I'm going to hack this, I'm going to really... He, he's just going after, oh, let's do the Hillary emails, you know, and put him on. Week. So well, it I seems think, very I think, suspicious. I think it's important that, I, I mean, I'm not saying that that guy's a good guy, but WikiLeaks is a good website, dude. Like, I, I think it's good that we see the, the emails. Like, in fact, with the Hillary Clinton email thing, everybody is so freaked out about like, oh, well, you know, where was she sending this email from and that email from? It's like, how about what's in the emails? How about the fact that, you know, she was... Uh, emailing with people about how we're, we're, we're going to completely destabilize Libya and we, we know that we're not going to get a good government in place. We know that just what we're doing 
in Syria back when when they were trying to ooh let's let's bomb Al Assad let's do that we know that's just going to completely destabilize the region and that's going to help out like Israel and the, the weird little allies they have over there not not necessarily Israel but you know like the U.S. or even specifically Hillary Clinton. it's like yeah dude like it's it's important the public knows that shit man she's she's but brought out and she's is evil, that especially in there? when it comes to uh, yeah dude yeah it's absolutely okay because I, I thought we we're talking about two things i thought we we're talking about the dnc leak where they were trying to people are saying oh the dnc was against bernie sanders you know that's yeah, the yeah, one that's that was leaked. in there but that's not that surprising you know what i'm saying no, like it's like not we surprising like, and it wasn't the big deal it was like the, someone did the math and there were six or seven people total and out of twenty thousand emails point zero less than one percent talked about and it wasn't like evil shit like let's get bernie it was just sort of well i don't know that that article will help our cause okay you know like it, it's coded but it really was not the vast conspiracy the headlines are making it out to be every every headline is going oh the dnc conspired not really no they just sort of you know less than one percent of it was involved with how do we help the woman that's been a party member for her entire life versus the guy that signed up at the last minute. That's to be expected. Well, yeah, I mean, like, they're they're backing Hillary, man. Like, the, the, the fucking shady people that uh, fund Hillary are also funding, uh, you know, the heads of the Democratic Party. That's that's no surprise. Like, I mean, we we know that. I, I don't need Russian hacked emails to know that uh, those guys were behind her in the media. Those guys were behind her at the, the, the heads of the, the closing polls. I mean, that's, you know, that's that's what it is, man. I mean, we kind of knew that going in. Yeah, but, I mean, it's on both sides because there was a small article that came out, um, oh, God, a couple, like a month or a couple of weeks ago that showed, like, after Iowa when Hillary was winning coin tosses, Bernie, the Bernie campaign, not Bernie himself, but there were a couple people in the Bernie campaign telling, I think it was Nevada, there was one other state where coin tosses could be used, so they told the Bernie people, get out there right now and get uh, same-sided coins, get, you know, like two-headed coins or two-tailed coins, and then make sure you control that flip. So there's evil on both sides, you know? Yeah, but there's a lot, that's a lot smaller, like, just, just people at these, at these local places rather than the heads of the party stacking against you like a few dudes like we've already said the, the, it's not the heads of the, that's what i just said it's literally less than one percent of the emails showed that there was collusion and the collusion was not that deep and not that strong the headlines yeah, it's, it's uh, still there man like i'm not saying that literally every email is going to be about let's get bernie i mean there's going to be a lot of emails about everything man but i mean yeah so if less than one percent yeah less than one percent so it, again who gives a fuck that's like saying, you know, oh God, what was the comparison I saw? You have a, you, you really like brown M&Ms and you buy a bag of M&Ms and there's only one brown M&M in there. I can't remember. It's, a, it's such a small, small fucking amount that it's not worth getting upset over. Even the head of Bernie Sanders' campaign went on a Twitter rant a couple days ago and said, this was not rigged against us. Stop saying that. We lost. You know? Oh, I'm not saying like the thing was completely rigged. I'm saying the, it was it was weighted against him. You know what I mean? Like he was definitely uh, playing with with okay, against if, the house. If, it sure. was definitely if, stacked if, against him. If it him. was weighted against him, that means 
Uh, say you take a scale, you put 50 pounds on one side and 50 pounds on, actually let's make it outrageous. You take a scale, you put one ton on one side and one ton on the other, and then someone, you know, takes a child and puts the child on the other side. Does it tip the balance? Sure. But does it really? No. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, what they did ultimately completely sank Bernie's campaign. Exactly. I'm saying, like, it, it helped to do it. It, it, it helped in, in the media to um, make it appear that he's, that, he, that he's losing early on, make people lose confidence in him, things like that. There's a lot of intangible stuff. That, that went on. I'm not saying he necessarily would have won without that stuff, but you know, he had more of a chance. It not really. Definitely... Again, you're saying media, you're saying it like it matters. You're saying it like there's a big media conspiracy when in reality, though less than 1%, how many articles did they influence? One? Was there a headline? You know, like there was never a pervasive media, let's get Bernie, let's, that's, you're saying there is and there wasn't. That's that's the point. Is they they suggested it, they put it out there. Maybe someone played along, but again, it goes back to the scales were even, and you know they put a thumb on one side. the The thumb does tip the scale, kind of, but not really. Overall, it was a fair game. Everyone's saying that, except for the conspiracy theorists. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying that it's it like totally would have won if they weren't doing that. But what I am saying is, I I do think there was enough. Um, collaboration to where they are doing things like oh let's find every little reason to make people file affidavits let's let's do everything we can to not count those because we we think statistically more of those are going to be bernie people uh things like oh let's give all of our super delegate votes to her no matter how what the popular vote is and none of that happened yeah dude she got way more super delegate votes man in the state yeah but those people were yeah, but they were going to vote for her anyway. It wasn't a matter of let's well, that, do it. These are I'm people saying, with is, opinions. That's that's why I'm saying like nothing that that came out in those email leaks. I'm not saying that's not bad what they're doing, but none of it was a surprise. Like we knew that yeah, you, it's can, not you a can know that just by looking at the way the super delegates were going. I mean, nothing that they said in those emails was anything that, I mean, we, we didn't know was going on anyway. So it's it's like... And none of it was bad, really. I mean, like, it's it's the perception of bad. That's where I think you and I are getting hum, hung up with the difference, is it's not surprising, and it's also big whoop. You know, it still would have played out the same way, most likely. I mean, there's, there's a strong, strong, strong per- chance that you take all of that out there, and it all unfolds the same way. Well, yeah, I mean, but the the thing is, is... I called emails... it last September. I, last September, I wrote about this and said, Bernie's not going to win, and here's why. And that's before any of the collusion started. That's before a single vote was cast. Well, no, I, I called this on a podcast, too, man. Like, I, I think the reason that they allowed him to get as far as he did, and, and you know, here's... Here's he's running now, and he's a, a big player in the in the election. I think it was more about keeping people from looking at Jill Stein early, because I think what the Democratic Party was really scared of is a strong third party candidate on the left taking votes away from their candidate. Because it's been it's been eight years of Obama in office, and a lot of stuff that people on the far left really care about has either not been addressed or not really been handled very well. And so I think a lot of them are like, 
listen, um, hope and change, whatever, man, they're still fucking bought out in that party by a, a lot of people. There's a lot of bad shit still going on with uh, particularly our foreign policy that we don't like. There's a lot of things going on with money and politics that we don't like. And so we're, you know, we're going to the Green Party. And I think they wanted a, another candidate who really kind of embodied a lot of those ideals sort of that they could get behind that was still in the party and it was going to be long. It was going to go be drawn out, but then he was going to go down and he eventually kind of give his support to her. And by, you know, by, by then it's like people have not really been paying too much attention to Jill Stein or anybody else in the green party that might've been running. Um, and it's, they, it was, it's kind of like what I compared it to is going bowling with a kid and you know how you put those bumpers yeah, 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 in, the, yeah, in the gutters yeah. to keep the they're trying to just keep I need the those. ball <laughs> on the track. They're, yeah, yeah, they're they're trying to just like keep it out of the gutters. Keep it on on our lane. Don't let it fall in the libertarian vote, don't let it fall in the green party vote because if we take a lot of the, those losses, then we look just like uh, Ralph Nader in 2000. You know what I mean? Or yeah, on yeah, the yeah, other yeah. side, uh uh Ross Gary Perot. Johnson. You know, oh. um, well, no, I mean, Ross Perot. Oh, what he did in 92. Yeah, in 92. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of people say that's why uh, Bill Clinton ended up winning over, over George H.W. is because you had such a strong third-party candidate on the right taking a lot of votes from the right. And so I think, I think both parties are worried about that this time. Um, but I I, now let me ask you this: Do you yeah. think that uh, Sanders being in this long, do you think he has changed the the campaign and the party? Um, a lot of people are saying he has t- changed the tone of the Hillary campaign. Do you see that? Do you feel it? Uh, do Re- I think he regardless it? of who the fuck you're voting for, do you think? Because one thing you mentioned twice was uh, money in politics, and Hillary has come out and said she will seek uh, an amendment to overturn. Citizens United. That's the only way to get around a Supreme Court verdict is to have a constitutional amendment that says, you know, you have to have a limit on campaign contributions. So she will try to push uh, to have Citizens United overturned via amendment. So that's well, something yeah. that's trying to get po- that's trying to get money out of politics. You keep talking about her being bought and sold. She's she's pushing to to end Citizens United. That's got to say something. Well, two two things with that. A, who the fuck knows what she's gonna do? You know what I mean? Like she'll say any kind of crazy shit. Like she she comes off to me as somebody very untrustworthy and yeah, why? Like because for one thing, like you know, Politifact had her rated as the most honest candidate in the race, more than Bernie. As what? More th- as Wait, the what? most honest candidate in the race. When when it when looking at all of her statements and her candidacy and everything she's done, Politifact ranked her as the most honest candidate. So she has this appearance. People say I feel she's untrustworthy, but as John Oliver did on HBO last week, people whine and say I feel this way, I think this way, and they don't research. Oh, no, here, and okay, use facts. do you want do you want to know why I say that? I say that for things mostly because of her. Yeah, mostly because of her foreign policy, dude. Domestic policy. I, I, I don't think she's that bad, dude. I, I, I like her as a domestic policy candidate. It's mostly her foreign policy that I have big issues with, man. Well, why do you say she's untrustworthy? I mean, because she of her says foreign she's gonna, policy, man. What does she do? I guess you, maybe you and I are saying two different things. Are you saying she lies or that you don't like what she does? Because there's a difference between saying she's trustworthy, you like, 
because she goes into foreign policy with an agenda. You might not like it because of bombs and manipulation and all that, but it's not like she's standing up there and saying, you know, like, uh, I, I don't even... what ex Explain where you're coming from. I'll, I'll shut up I'm and listen. I'm saying she she tries to come across as a very progressive candidate, you know, but she's she's not when it comes to foreign policy. Okay, and okay. And so that's, that's why I feel like she's, she's dishonest in that regard. Uh, I, I like, and she also takes a lot of money from like Saudi Arabian shit. And I mean, you don't really need to dig that hard into Saudi Arabia or do that much research to know that's not a very uh, good place when it comes to uh, the political powers that be in that country. Like that's not that's not a place I want my candidates to have strong ties to. But she very much does. So is is she great for women and minorities in the U.S.? Yes. Is she great for m women and minorities in the Middle East? No, man, because of her fucking ties over there. Okay, um, but who doesn't take money from the Middle East? Do you think if Bernie got in, uh, and let, let's say Bernie, because I mean, there, you can't talk about Gary or Jill Stein because it's not going to happen. So say, say a legitimate candidate, you think suddenly that Saudi Arabia will not have influence? I'm not saying, well, no, because they don't, it's not a dictator we're voting for, it's a president. However, I, I think it is, it is good to at least get your head of state not tied to the, to the royal family over there that's beheaded more people this year than ISIS. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, yeah, I, I don't, and that's, that's I like a valid point. It's a valid point. I mean, I've never liked our ties to Saudi Arabia. No, what? no, and, and Hillary Clinton embodies that more than anybody running in this race right now, you know? Uh, I mean, as far as, like, her own personal finances. Don't you think Trump probably has just as much of a stake considering his businesses and he's over in the Middle East quite often? I mean, I'm not I don't know his specific ties no to ties whatsoever. Yeah. I'm sure he has like business ties, but he doesn't have these groups directly contributing to his campaign from Saudi Arabia, man. And I mean, am I saying I would want Trump over Hillary Clinton? Absolutely not. That's why like if I if I lived in a swing state still, I would probably vote for her as opposed to third party because that dude is so fucking insane that it's like, yeah, we, we have to have her in over that guy. But since I live in a state that is, that is, is going to go blue on the general election this time because it does every fucking time, I'm going to vote for Jill Stein. Why? Because I think having a lot of votes for third party candidates in this election is how you get a dude like Bernie Sanders to have as much influence as he did this time next election. Whereas if we just toe the party line, all of us, and go for Hillary Clinton, then we get the bought-out corporate Democrats that have been there this whole time. Now, and why Jill changes. Stein and not Gary Johnson? Because Gary Johnson has a greater following right now and a more legitimate chance of attaining, what is it, 3% or 5% that gets him matching funds and debate rights and all that. Yeah. Why, why, why not Gary Johnson? No, I, I, I do like Gary Johnson. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I voted for him last time. I, I don't like him as much when it comes to economic policy. That kind of thing didn't bother me as much before I lived in New York because I, I, I don't know. Like I, I lived in a small flyover state, and you, you didn't really see just insane amounts of wealth there. But now, now that I, I live in a place where you know, people do rent apartments for like 80,000 a month, you know, I, I mean, within a couple miles of people who have like fucking nothing and live in urban squalor, I'm like, okay, you, you guys didn't do that by being the hardworking guy mopping the floor who invested his money in a family business. And then, you, you know, you built a few, like, 
you got left money by people who got left money by people who got left money and then right. moved it around. And now you, you hoard all that fucking shit in offshore accounts and you buy sweatshirts for like $3,000. Like I, uh, it's, it's, it's weird, man. It's, this is where the, the wealth comes to accumulate. And there's definitely something very, very unbalanced about that. And I, the, the, the libertarian economic model is very, very idealistic and unrealistic, and it does not account for people who aren't doing well already. Right. Libertarian basically says it's okay like that. You know, I got mine. And that's why it's funny that some of the biggest libertarians are the Koch brothers, or at least Charles Koch, one of right. the Kochs, uh, the founder of PayPal. Like, they're these insanely wealthy, you know, fuck you, get out of my way, I have all my money. So, okay, that makes sense then. So Jill Stein is more along the lines of, hey, let's spread the wealth around. we got to take care of our yeah. citizens. All right, fair enough. And things like the environment. Uh, the libertarian model is more about let business do what it wants because once the environment gets fucked up enough that business can't make money, they will have to change their ways. And it's like, well, they're, they're always going to find a way to make money. The, the board of directors... Will will live in a glass dome with their own uh, caviar of air, and so they 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 don't need to worry about fucking everything else up. They will they will frack out mountains and destroy drinking water around them and and, and all that. Like they See, don't now, give a shit. Now my problem with the Green Party, however, is uh, Jill Stein and a lot of the the Greens. Uh, they are too drum circle flower in your hair for me because they a lot of them are into homeopathy and anti-vaccinations and bring back polio i mean the last part they don't champion but they do by being anti-vaccination it's like i yeah, uh, and there's the nothing perfect about any candidate vaccination is not one of their fucking top 10 agendas man i that's not really something that they're hitting too hard I mean, you go on the websites, they're, they're, not, they're not really into that shit that much. A lot of their supporters are, but yeah. that's not, you're not going to see Jill Stein on stage giving long, drawn-out speeches about how we need to build a wall against vaccinations. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not their thing, man. I mean, it, I'm well, not maybe saying if she did, she'd get more press. That that, and just, just get up there and get all fucking... Uh, yeah, you got to be angry. And vaccinations are causing autism, and we will build a wall. She'd probably make the news more if she did. The scientists are not sending us their best vaccinations, people. Yes, they're not. They're, they're sending, sending us, us their rapist vaccinations. They're sending us their criminal vaccinations. We need to I'm build sure a wall. I'm sure some of them are good vaccinations, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. And, and you know, am, am I going to say that I, I agree with everything that the Green Party says? No, man, I don't agree with... When I voted for Gary Johnson, there was lots of shit I didn't agree uh, yeah. with about the Libertarian Party even back then. But uh, it, the the things that they are are into the most, I feel like it's it's good to at least sway uh, popular opinion and mainstream politics in that direction. I know Jill Stein's not going to win this election. I know she's not going to win a single state. However, if we get enough people voting for her in states where it's basically already decided how the electorates in the states are going, you know, um, then you will have big candidates on the left that time who at least have to fucking pander to us and give us our crazy lefty ideals. And then that will sway the bought out evil corporate Democrats like Hillary Clinton to say things like, hey, we should get rid of Citizen United. Is she going to do it? Who knows? Hopefully that'd be cool. But, you know, 
they are. Again, it has to go through Congress. I mean, yeah, and, and yeah. all those politicians want the money, probably. Right, but then okay, you're you're in Congress. You have a bunch of people in your district who voted for Jill Stein. You can't fucking ignore that if you're on the left now. You know, so it's like it. I, it, it, some of that can, over time, make it make a difference. I'm just trying to make a dent right now with the third party vote, that kind of thing. Fair enough. Yeah, and I can't say I support everything in the Democratic Party, but uh, you know, I live in a sort of swing state. It's only a few electoral votes, but everyone helps, and uh, I have to counter dumb fucking hick farmer racist pieces of shit. I see the fucking, uh, it's a child, not a choice, Trump, Obama lied bullshit whenever I go driving out of the city, so I got to well, do my and, part. And dude, the thing is, I before this election, I still would have said vote for third party even in a swing state because both sides are bought out and fuck both sides. and you know. But this fucking guy, if Trump has, it's taken away that whole, like, like the Citizens United thing I still think should go away. But it just proved that, like, the heads of the parties and the money in politics does not have as much sway over that as I, I sort of just assumed it did before. Because, I mean, they, you know, they've done studies where in federal elections, a good 90% of the people that win are the people that spend the most money. You know what I mean? And so on campaigning and stuff. And, and so it's like, uh, yeah, I, I, I was like, yeah, well, of course, for the presidential nominee that's gonna way be true but i mean the guy that spent the most this time was was jeb bush and he got his dick knocked in the dirt and this guy had no major party people backing him at first they did not want this fucking guy in there if you remember fox news at the beginning of those debates they they downright despised this guy but he still won yeah and so i'm like wow you know the people really do have more power than i than i i thought just because i'm jaded and cynical but the people are fucking nuts, it turns out. <laughs> and and they elected this crazy batshit uh, orange guy. And that's that's fuck- Like, this dude is so crazy. that Like, at least when I say Hillary's evil and she's shady and she's bought out. And yeah, but she's not evil and shady and bought out in ways that we're not used to. Right? Donald Trump is crazy in ways that we just haven't seen from other candidates, man. We haven't seen this kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I know it's it's you talk about that's the scary thing about this one is you talk about in the past it's whoever spent the most money. Trump isn't spending any money because he's always on the news. He all his advertising is free, and yeah. it's they just I yeah I, I don't well, know what to say. The genius of it is is the news goes for ratings. They go for fear. And they go for sensationalism. So you got this crazy orange psycho up there fucking talking about how Mexico is going to pay for his wall. Like, how the fuck are you going to get Mexico to pay for your and And, and you want to, like, register Muslims and shit? Like, what do you – how the fuck is this not sick in your campaign? But it's, it's, it's way more interesting than anything any other candidate is saying. Like, I mean, as much as I dislike it. It's interesting as fuck. And so it's like, yeah, of course, the media is going to be all over it. And then there's that guy's campaigning is, is he's getting people um, behind that. And I it's it's bizarre to me. What I think's going on with a lot of people that are voting for him is I think they're voting for him, not even necessarily because they like him, but because they really don't like the other side. And they think this guy will piss us off more than any of the other candidates. I think it's a combination. I mean, I, I know 
people, I see them. I went to high school with complete dumb fucks, and they, you know, some of them are like, well, they are, what you say, like, Hillary's a crook, and we can't trust her. And I see the racists, too, that are out there going, no, he's a businessman. He tells it like it is. You know, like, he didn't yeah. make that money without, uh, you know, being a good businessman and blah, blah, blah. They, they refuse to look into who he is and the fact that he licenses his name and collects money that way because if he, you know, does try any business, it fails. You know, like, they, they refuse, so. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think for the people that actually do genuinely like this guy, I think what a lot of his appeal is, is they're, they're just kind of tired of seeing politicians playing politics. And like, they're, they're just sort of cynical in that they're, they're like, well, everything this politician is saying in front of a camera is just a kind of game to get them elected. And that's not really who they are, what they think. Or they, I mean, that's, that's just sort of the role that they've decided to play or that they've been put into. Whereas this guy says shit that's so crazy and outlandish, no one's telling him to do that because they think it would be a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, well, I, they're like, okay, this is this is this guy, this is him really doing that. This isn't him saying this because he's he's on any strings or whatever. But the bad thing about that is the shit that he's saying is so crazy and outlandish. Why the hell would you want that? But that, that's what I think his appeal is: is that they like that he's not just saying shit because he's playing politics, or at least they feel that way. I can see that, but the, 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 the thing is, uh, what you just said, there was a great uh, video comedy sketch that just came out that said, uh, that, that basically said the whole Trump campaign is a comedy sketch gone awry, that uh, he ran just as a goof, and two comedy writers were writing for him, and it starts out like, uh, say Mexicans are rapists. Let's see how this will be great. And like, they just, they're like, this is going to be hilarious. He's going to run for press. And then it just keeps going and he becomes more popular, wins the primary. And the comedy writers are like, I, you know, what can we do at this point? Like we, we really thought that it would be over by now, but so it's, it's what you just said, but it placed inside a, a comedy background. It's a pretty good video. That would All be right, awesome we're... if at the end he just pulled off a mask and he was like this, this old hippie dude that had just gotten back from Peru in an ayahuasca retreat, and, and he's all about, uh, let's bring people together, man. We're going to tear down the walls, you know? All right, we have gone way over our half hour, so hopefully really? it was... Yeah, we're at uh, 40-plus minutes, 42 minutes. I Listeners, I hope it was worth it for you to listen to us uh, badger one another and uh, get passionate over nonsense that doesn't yeah, that... matter until November anyway. And we weren't funny on this one, man. No, not really. Well, we gotta be more funny next time. When we talked, when we talked about uh, cruise ships getting sunk by German U-boats, that was funny because oh, know, that shit was hilarious, man. That was people great. People dying at sea by yes. Germans. More of that next week. Thanks for listening. Yes. Later.